This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Quality Edge Vesta Steel Siding. Steel siding that never fades and offers a guaranteed lifetime warranty. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Rob Hiller. He's the CEO of Performance Solutions MN. He is nationally known for his expertise in talent selection, executive coaching, team development, sales, and leadership building. He's also the author of a book we're going to talk about today, The Power of Three, Beat Adversity, Find Authentic Purpose, Live a Better Life. So Rob, welcome to the show. Well, John, it's great to be with you and fun having read so much of your great content and what you've done over the years. I mean, it's a feather in your cap. I mean, you're, you're amazing. And well, you've done this for what, 30 years. I mean, you just keep showing up enough and uh, <laughs> you'll have a big pile of stuff. Yeah. And it's great to be with your audience today. Okay. Thanks, Rob. So, so I do have to start and I, and, you know, forgive me because I'm sure you've told this story a million times now, but I think for context, people probably need to hear this power of three is something that, You've taught for many years in your work, but I, I, I'm guessing that it came into much sharper focus of battling a health challenge. So you you want to tell the story as a way to set this up? Sure. So to tomorrow is April 6th. And I just, everyone that's listening, maybe you're listening after this or whatever, but April 6th is my anniversary of when I went to the health club to do planks and when I laid down in between the planks, it was so bad, the pain, that it changed our, began to change our life. So I immediately went on that day to the Fairview Hospital System, and they did some tests, and pretty soon uh, they came back to me and said, well, you have some cancer, but it, we think it's a little bit more than that. So Mayo Clinic, here you come. So I... I Spent the next two weeks at Mayo Clinic, and I learned, I, I, they did every test under the world, and they also did surgery on my neck to take out lymph nodes. So at the end of all of that, we sat down with Dr. Parikh, and he said, Rob, I have some interesting news for you, and not real good. And so I'm a realist. I was okay. I'd rather know the facts. And he said, you have not one cancer. You have not two, but you actually have three. And he said, I am so sorry. He said, uh, two of them are incurable and one we think that we can help with. And I looked at him and said, oh, you know, Pam was next to me and, you know, I, I think you're just shocked and stunned. Sure. And so I just looked at him and I said, so I got the trifecta. And he said, yes, you did. And we left that day and with tears in our eyes. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how else to say it, but when your life uh, is put before you like that, it certainly changes your thinking. And on our way home, we had to, to really begin to put together some of the just general principles that we try to live our life by. And the one of those was okay, what are some options for us? And we went right back to what I've been teaching for 25 years, which is called the power of three. And the first principle of that was 
activate, ask the, begin by asking the right questions. So when we got home, I, I literally went to my office and I just cried. It was, I don't know how else to say it, but devastating. Sure. What'd you know, mean? I didn't feel like I wanted to die yet. I wanted to stay alive. I have a very successful company practice helping, you know, I some new grandchildren and life was good. And uh, so Pam began to do the right thing. She started to look up all these disease states and look at it and start to, and, and my first question I asked was, why is this happening to me? I mean, I think we all think that. Something bad happens, something out of the ordinary. And the first question we say is, why? It's like, why is that employee doing what they're doing? Why is that customer acting the way they're acting? And of course, what I've taught for all these years is, that's a bad question to be asking. Stay away from why questions. <laughs> and I said, the real question I should be asking myself is, what can I do right now to add some peace to my life, to take a some positive next step. And what came to me, of course, first was praying. And so we did that. And the second thing was, let's begin to learn about what we're going to be up against. And the last thing that Dr. Parikh said, this was a Thursday that we got the news. And Mayo Clinic is an hour and a half from Minneapolis. And he said, you need to be here Monday morning, uh, seven o'clock. We're going to start five months of chemotherapy with you. And so I went and did that. But I can tell you the whole time, we weren't thinking about the chemotherapy. We were thinking about what's our life potentially going to be like, you know, and you have to call everyone and tell them and all of those things. And that, that changed our entire perspective and our life. But I stopped immediately asking why, John, I sat there and went, what can I do right now? How can I respond in something more positive? And that's what I teach. I don't care. And you know what? My my adversity was happened to be cancer. But guess what? In your audience today, here's 100% certainty. Every one of your people, including you, including me, is going to have adversity either today, this week, this coming month, or the next month. It's 100%. It has nothing to do with income. It has nothing to do with anything else, except it's a part of life. Yep. And so the more important thing is how do we respond? And great leaders learn how to do power of three, and they become far better influencers, far better salespeople, far better lead, you know, coaches. And But they, what happened to us was we wanted to live. And so mine was a large large amount. And so we began that journey. So, so, so obviously you and I are speaking today, so things came out pretty positive in the end. So we'll give the spoiler to the story. Yeah. This, this, the incredible part to it is when we arrived that Monday and sat down, and this is a principle that I think every one of you can identify with. I sat at seven o'clock and they put an IV in me. I thought it might be like an hour and a half, two hours of chemo. It it wasn't. I left that day with a at five o'clock, and they put chemotherapy in me nonstop. Never 
wilting from one IV to the next to the next. And at the end, they had a little pill about this big. And on that pill, they said, put it in a cup, throw it in your mouth, eat a few crackers ahead of time, and then swallow, and then drink a bunch of water. And they and then Dr. Freak said to me, if that pill falls on you, you can't touch it, falls on wherever, you need to get Clorox and wipe it up. You cannot have that on you or by you or whatever. And I looked at Dr. Preak and I said, are you kidding me? That's what I'm putting in me? Yeah. He said, yes. So that began our journey. And when I left at five o'clock that day, and I know that every person listening today and all of us have walked up to this. It may not be the fact that you've had chemotherapy every day, but you've had something tough happen. And it could be an employee, could be a sale, could be, you know, why did I hire this person or why can't I find, you know, whatever. And again, you're asking why, not a good question. But when I was driving home that night, I was trying to moment to moment to make it because 10 hours of chemotherapy is really hard. Yeah. And I would think about little things in my mind about focusing on what is it that I could focus on that would keep my mind on something positive or optimistic so that I could make it home that night. And that's how the uh, journey began and went for five months, staying inside, not being able to go out a lot, wondering about uh, calling my clients, talking to them, and it changed every aspect of our life. I went, at one time, I was 142 pounds. That is not much weight. Mm-hmm. Wind could almost blow me away. And of course, I had no hair, gaunt, thin. And if I would walk up an incline, I'd get tired. But through that, what I found, and I think the principle for anyone listening today is if you begin by asking the right questions, it will get allow you to make better decisions. I, I have this whole thing in the book called DIP, DIP questions, which help people actually do it and sheets to help them do it. And then the second part is to activate your God-given gifts. So when I was sitting there, one of my gifts I, that I believe the good Lord has given me is to be optimistic. And to be compet, you know, at least competitive. Like I, it's fun to go compete. So when I was laying on the couch for in those second and third months, and not being able to do anything, I would call up people and say, "How are you doing?" Reaching out to be, and I would say, and they would finally say to me, "Rob, I, I heard that you might be sick." I said, "Yeah," and they they said, "Well, what are you calling me for?" And I was just, "I, I how are you doing?" And this one guy from stopped and he says, Roger said to me, he said, are you home? I said, well, of course, I really can't get out much. And they said, I'll be right over. He hung up. 20 minutes later, he arrived at our doorstep in the afternoon and walked in and there we were. So really important. So I reached out trying to use the God-given gifts that I have. And we evaluate those talents all the time in our business. So at least I knew what they were. And we evaluated all those with the, the science. And then the, you know, the last part of the power of three is advocate. And advocate is connecting with your faith, your family, and your friends. 
And if ever there was a time in, in my, uh, now I was doing this, I had a, you know, this was a part of my life. So this wasn't new, but, but kind of reaching out even more than I normally do was really, really helpful. And uh, it's important for us to be an advocate, but also to develop an advocate. So if you're going through it, you know, why do, are there masterminds out there, John? Why are there people that say, hey, you need some coaching? Well, that's because we all need it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care who you are. And so that kind of led to some, let's put it this way. The, the miracles happened as we went through from people that would buy our meal from us as we were sitting outside at a cafe because I was allowed to go out that day. And, and hear us talking about my appointment at Mayo and what happened. And we would listen to the people next to us. And she was a, a wife with two 10-year-old, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. And her husband had just left her and filed for divorce. She, and the kids were asking, why is daddy doing that? And she didn't know what to say. She's the one that bought our meal. <laughs> and she walked off and we never met her. And then she's leaving a little bit later, Pam happened to see her. Pam got up, ran over to her, and just hugged her. And how how does that happen? Those are this those blessings that come by doing the power of three, and that's really what we were doing the whole time. And through the prayers and the people that would be supportive, and that I would try to reach out and be an advocate, even though I was in tough shape. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Do you want your home to stand out from the rest of the block? Vesta Steel Siding is one of the fastest growing siding products in the market. It's made of one of the strongest and most recyclable materials on the planet, so it can withstand anything Mother Nature can throw at it. Vesta has won design awards because of its patent design, rich solid colors, and the plank-like profile and unique natural-looking wood grain look without any homeowner maintenance. Be the first on your block to style your home with a bold, innovative solution that looks amazing for the life of your home. Check it out at qualityedge.com slash Vesta. So just to re- recap, it's ask, activate. I'm sorry, ask. Yeah, activate, advocate. Can't read my own writing. And, and for a lot of people, I mean, you know, the book is The Power of Three. Those are three things three and the the sort of triangular shape you know there's a lot of symbolic meaning behind those in in a lot of cultures a lot of religious traditions but i think also it, it's it, it's a very practical you know approach that i think can be repeated in a process yours was a yours was a an awakening if you will <laughs> but i think you know that was cuz cuz things like what happened to you catastrophic things really sharpen our focus on you know you called it right prayer and faith. But I mean, for a lot of people, it can just be simply a matter of, sh- yeah. of focusing on your values, <laughs> you know, that, that you right. drink in your life. And I think that those are things that outside of a catastrophic thing, just our everyday going through life, trying to make a buck, you know, we can lose sight of some of those things pretty easily. And, and so, you know, how do you, when you work with people, I mean, how would you suggest that somebody... I think people can look at this and go, yeah, that's an interesting framework. It makes sense to me. But how do, how do, how do people apply it in the day-to-day world? 
Well, that's a, that's a great question. And kind of what we're doing today is we're on Zoom calls with companies, leaders, and their t- teams. And we take one hour and we focus on one aspect of it. And then the next uh, Zoom call, we do another aspect of it. If you're reading it personally, then there are exercises in the book that will help people do that. But for some people, they want to go deeper. And so one of the things that, you know, I've done all these years is I I believe science can help us understand ourselves. And if we understand ourselves, we can do more of the right things and be more in our gifting than not in our gifting. And so it we're the feedback we're getting today from people that are reading it and going going through these Zoom brief Zoom calls, an hour isn't that much, is that they're taking, they're thinking differently and responding differently. I'll tell you this, right now, there's so much heartache out there because of the past year. Uh, if eight executives from a well-known company are have this much heartache and they're telling me about it on a call and they've never met me, I know that... And then they say, this has already helped me because they had to read the chapters, yeah. right, for the um, session, a brief session that we're going to do. But the exercises are there. And uh, soon we'll have a digital follow-up course for people who want to go deeper. But it's, you know what's crazy? Today, we finally have a competitor to Amazon. It's called Target. Target Online is selling a hardcover book for 12 bucks. Mm. And I have never seen you like this. I mean, a hardcover book, you know what that's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tyndale Publishing did it. was great. And they did a wonderful job helping. But that's how someone can do something with it. And they can certainly send me an email and a follow-up, and I'd lo- love to help. There's also a free assessment on the Rob Hiller, R-O-B-B-H-I-L-L-E-R, robhiller.com website. They, get the, they can take it for free. And uh, it will give them an assessment of kind of where they're at today. So um, one of the, and we'll have a link to that, to the website, to the assessment in the show notes. But one of my, my favorite chapter, quite frankly, because I, I think as you, as I was going through, you know, ask and activate and a- advocate, you know, most of the things are thinking, you know, yeah, that's common knowledge. People do that. I mean, I, I know we know it's not, but there are certain yeah. things that people right. can to and say, yeah, that's pretty common. The one I think people struggle with, and that's why I say it's my uh, favorite uh, chapter, is this idea of of the value of helping others become. And I think as business owners, that's really probably our our primary goal, or should be our primary goal. I mean, obviously, a lot of it's to make a profit and to, you know to grow a company and you know to to feed my family. I mean, those are obviously the stated goals. But I think that if if uh, there was more focus on this idea of helping others become, that could be your customers. That could certainly be the people that come to work there. I, I think there is statistical right. proof that, that that that's actually a tremendous way to grow a company. Right, and you know, I. I when you do some 25 years, you know, you've done a 30. So, you know, you're something is going right for that kind of longevity. I will tell you this, the people that I've taught over the years that follow this and do this find amazing results because it, to me and you, it's some of it's common sense, yeah. but how do you develop someone? Right. You can't sit there and say, you need to get better. You need to ask them how and what type questions? And don't sit there as, why didn't you get your uh, your sales up? Why didn't this happen? What? Those are demotivating, 
bad questions to be asking. So we teach a whole different thing, which is one, use the power of three, and two, get to know yourself, which is what are your natural God-given gifts that you can use? Because if you focus on those, and then you have your people focus on theirs, life is so much easier. Yeah, and I think part of the thing that's tough is, you know, not everybody had sort of the social modeling, you know, that gave them as good, this as good examples as well. And so it's not, you know, first nature for a lot of people, especially the, you know, the optimism you talked about and the positivity. I, I you know, my, my parents were wonderfully optimistic. They gave me that model. We had 10 kids in our family. And oh my gosh. A lot of things sometimes that didn't go right or, but they just, you know, constantly, you know, were stayed very, very positive. My, my dad's favorite, one of my dad's favorite saving, sayings I always share is, you know, when something would go wrong, he said, fix the, fix the problem, not the blame. And we'd move on, you know, and, and I, I, think, I think a lot of people need tools, you know, to, to develop that because they haven't been given those gifts. Yeah. And I, I, I people or you said, how do you help people? Well, again, within the context of the book, there's some exercises, charts. We have a one of our charts is called Activate. So kind of a, things to go through and learn how to activate some of those things inside you. And so there's that and the different worksheets and, and, and all that. But I, I will just say this. Probably the greatest blessing is learning how to be a better person, mm-hmm. a better husband, better wife, better friend. If if people do this, it improves your relationships greatly. Yeah. And uh, last thing that I I'll just I, I did a study, twenty five leaders. I had them do a three week challenge. This was three years ago, and they did the challenge. And I have them focus on each each week on ask, activate, advocate, and then they did a survey a, a Sunday night and had to send it in, and they did. And then I tallied their responses and their final responses is how many felt like this had a transformational effect on their life? 98% said yes. They And the comments were, I, d- I know some of this, but yeah. I never do it. Yeah. But you reminded and gave me a process that got me going again in something that's really helpful and important. And so those are all the leaders of the company. And I'm thinking... If that's the leaders of the company, what about the rest of them? You know. Yeah. So anyway, most yeah. people said they got better relationships with their spouse. So. Well, there's so much that that you know is taught under the idea of leadership. I mean, we lead in so many ways, not just right. on the job. Right. <laughs> and so I think anything that can help you be a better leader and leading yourself, even you know, is going to transfer into other areas of your life. Rob, thanks so much for stopping by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. You have already mentioned uh, people can find out more at Rob. That's R O B B Hiller dot uh, com. And uh, as I said, we'll have have that in the show notes as well. Good. Well, thank you for having me, John, and continued success on what a run you have. And I know that you've made an impact in the marketplace. All right. So that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And you know, we love those reviews and comments and just generally tell me what you think. Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services. That's right. Check out the Duct Tape Marketing Consultant 
Network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that Offer Our System to Your Clients tab. <music>